hello, hello. Welcome to the weekly cooldown. I am Kami Jace, your host for another episode. If you're joining us for the first time, this is the show where we get to know the gaming news of the week and get to know our guest. Joining me for this episode, of course, is the good co-host, Moose. Hello. Hi, Moose. I, there's not much going on today. I slept wow. in all day because I ate a huge bowl of chicken Alfredo at five in the morning. Honestly, so that's I didn't wake mood. up until a couple hours ago. That's somebody's mood, though. A bowl hey, of I chicken mean, it was Alfredo worth it. before. It was homemade chicken Alfredo. Chicken Alfredo. Mm. Yeah. Lots of calories. Yeah, probably not something. I'm pretty sure Alfredo is traditionally supposed to be a side dish and then americans were like what if we eat just the alfredo <laughs> and we could have more of it yeah yeah it's <laughs> no kind of like wants um, to eat this broccoli let's just have the chicken <laughs> it's kind of like um my other favorite italian dish carbonara i love carbonara so much but it's got so many calories because of the eggs in it and the bacon or the pancetta or whatever pancetta that's not right maybe it is right i don't know about Italian meats. It is episode 60 of the weekly cooldown. It is Friday, August 30th, and the news this week is the news. So, uh, first, if you listen to Monday's episode, we're going to be talking about loot boxes today. Um, just kind of generally, though, like what we think about them, uh, EA's uh, thing with loot boxes, all that good stuff. Uh, Ninja is in the news again this week, so we'll be chatting about him. Plus, plus some very recent news about Telltale Games. Um, so, but first, Moose, please tell me what have you been playing this week? Uh, so well, last, what else, I guess? last time I talked about how I've been playing BattleTech, which I still recommend. Past few days, I have been playing, and I'm sure most, not most, but many of you have been as well. Uh, Remnant from the Ashes. Oh, that's right. How's that? So, this is the worst cliche you can ever indulge in if you're talking about gaming, but it is Gun Souls. Do not be fooled. It's Gun Souls. Um, Online? Yeah, yeah, uh, you can all join people's worlds, and I actually think it does Mm. that much better than the game. And, like, it's so lazy to compare it to Dark Souls, but... The game has bosses behind fog walls and campfires you sit around, okay? It's Uh. Dark Souls. Anyway, um, at least in terms of, like, that sort of overall game feel, the actual gameplay and the story and setting are pretty original, actually. Uh, Mm -hmm. So one thing I really like about it is how when someone joins you, they join your whole world and they stay no matter where you go. They don't leave when a boss is over and you don't have to keep resummoning them or anything. They're just in your game and they're part of your world and you go around and they follow you and get all the same like story progress kind of, I think. Uh, And what's really interesting is every person's world contains different things. I'm pretty sure the general progression of the areas is the same. Like you start in the, the like, you know, realistic overrun Earth City, and then you move mm-hmm. on to the otherworldly labyrinth. That's as far as I've gotten. I'm pretty sure that progression stays the same and the major story beats and bosses are, but the optional dungeons you get are different. Hmm. Like, I was... When we were going through mine, uh, the person I was playing with was like, I didn't get any of this. Your your world is totally different from mine. 
Uh, the layout was different. Like all the dungeons were different. I got, you know, different drops and items. He, he was telling me that there's like an assault rifle you can find, and I didn't get that. That just hmm. wasn't there. Uh, instead, I got some other stuff, which I thought was really cool, and it makes it worth replaying. And yeah. if you are very lonely or you just prefer to play solo or whatever, uh, you can just re-roll your world at any time to get a different set of randomized things. Oh, so there, so there's a definite kind of end to this game. Is that what I'm getting? Like, there's a, there's definitely an end to it. Yeah, it's there, not like a MMO. No, I'm pr- I'm pretty sure this is this has like a c- concrete story that has an ending, Got the it. final boss fight and everything. There's because no, of course it does because there's new game plus. Right. Yeah. Okay. So there's there's a new game plus option. Uh, I think you can change the difficulty later on. Mm-hmm. That's interesting, though. Yeah. So it, it almost feels like maybe not an ever-changing world, because it isn't an MMO, but it feels like right. an extension of like your friend's world or your world yeah, when your, you join them. Your world is fixed when you start the game, but if you go join your friend, it could be totally different for them what they have and what they wow. can find. I thought that was really cool. Um, the gameplay is... So the shooting feels really good, but because it's a shooting game and it's third person, there's not like a uh, there's not like a cover system, right? And there's not much in the way of player abilities. There's just a, each of your weapons can have an ability equipped to it. The right. big thing I found lacking is that it's not the most complex of games to play. A lot of it boils down to you know shoot at the thing you want to die. You do have right. a melee weapon. But it, for the most part, they only seem to do like a single melee combo. They don't have a variety of moves. There's not blocking and parrying. It's, it's um, it's simple. It's I think it's a pr- not like a huge budget game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it's like it is really fun, and I'm only early on, and I'm only on the like base difficulty, so mm-hmm. it could very easily be much more engaging later on. But if you don't enjoy the core shooting gameplay, you probably won't like the overall game itself. Other than that, though, I think it's really good. And it's got good sound design, looks nice. It's a good game. Nice. I've been wanting... I've actually been seeing like trailers for it and stuff like that on Twitter for the longest time. And I thought, yeah, I should pick that up. And then I completely missed when it came out. Um, so I think I want to pick it up Yeah, you pick soon. it up, I'll play with you. Yay! Also, weirdly, it's published by Perfect World Entertainment. Yeah, I That's was going to say that. Really weird, even though the developer isn't per- Perfect World, and I don't see any Perfect. like it doesn't have any microtransactions or anything. Perfect so. World does does not have the best track record, as far as I'm aware. No, but this game seems pretty good, so mm. maybe they picked it up as some kind of unique publishing option. Who knows? I'd have to look more into that. Yeah. Another another time. Yeah. Um, I've actually been not playing much, just thinking about what I want to play. Um, like I said, I want to pick up Pokin Tournament. I said it right this time. Pokin Tournament, because uh, I just want to kind of get good at it and play a whole lot. And also, Control has come out. 
uh, the game by Epic Games, and I want to play I, that so bad. I keep hearing about that, and I know nothing about what it is, so I'm going to go look it up. It's so cool. Um, oh, I so saw the, the trailer for this. I yeah, saw, I, from I what know I what can, this, is. this does look cool. From what I gathered, it's just like a game about otherworldly powers and psychics and stuff like that. But this, I don't know what the story's about at all. So I'm very excited to get into it um, because it kind of looks like this game I love, love, love called Second Sight. Um, Second Sight was published, I believe by uh shoot i can't remember their name all of a sudden um (laughs) but it was it came out back in like the early 2000s it uh came out for gamecube at first i believe um it was ah here it is it was developed by crytek um and was published by codemasters that's right codemasters um and it was just such a good story the mechanics were really good and it was just one of those freaky kind of messed up games, but the one that you really love. Um, it's always gotten good ratings, but it was kind of a kind of one of those cult classic type video games. Um, and Control looks a lot like it, like it's the same kind of gameplay and possibly a similar story. So I'm very excited that it's out and I'm going to pick it up. And even though people are like, it's an Epic exclusive, blah, blah, blah. Like, who cares? I don't. I'm going to get it. I don't I don't care. I'm doing it. You should do it, too. Anyways. Um, so let's jump into the news for this week. Or rather, let's jump into the loot box talk. Well, we actually uh, have some so loot the box la- news. Uh, okay. So NBA 2K20 dropped a trailer showing off its loot box mechanic. And I'm uh, still skimming the articles here and trying to figure out what's right. going on so that, you know, I don't misreport anything. But there but. is an in-game ca- casino on top of the loot boxes. And it looks Blur. to me like you can gamble the, like, microtransaction currency. That's a problem. Yeah. Uh, and I the game also has normal loot boxes. <laughs> Which is weird because other companies have gotten the message and they're trying to back out on this. And 2K is over here like, no, we go to Vegas. 2K is... (laughs) The NBA 2K is EA Sports, right? No, it's it's 2K. Oh, 2K is the company. That's right. That's right. right. It's NBA 2K20, but 2K Games is also the... Yeah, that's... I always get confused by that nonsense. Well, that's interesting. Um... And an, a weird way to double down on loot boxes to have a casino and then also have loot boxes anyway. It's it seems yeah. like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I guess we don't have too many details on it. I can't. I can't seem to find exactly how this works. I don't have confirmation that you gamble with money; you buy with real money. But that's not off the table because GTA Five has that. So that's true. <laughs> that's very true. Um, yeah. Um, and the thing is, like, gambling in games—that's such a legal mess, and that's gonna probably not last all that long. No, I and I, like, I gambling laws are taken pretty seriously, from what I can tell. 
I also don't know what the appeal is to put it in an NBA game. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure where this came from. So, also, 2K went on record two years ago saying that card packs and loot boxes it offers are not gambling. Or okay. they don't view it that way. Sure. And then they put in literal gambling. Yeah, okay. I know, sure, I know sure. digging up two-year-old quotes is a little bit nah, but... It, you know, no. I mean, in you this don't case, get any courtesy, right? In this case, it it fits because yeah. they seem to be, you know, trying to make their case for why they're not gambling, but then they put literal gambling into their games. It and, and it still doesn't make sense. Who asked for this? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. I, I still don't know how much real money you have to sink into it, but it's still like this is a basketball game. Yeah, it's it certainly is, I, and uh, I don't know. I just want to know where this decision came from. I'd like to. Di- I wish I could dig yeah. into that because it I, yeah, I want to like... know who okayed that. I really yeah. do. Someone because someone there has to have had the the sense to be like this won't go down well. Yeah. But yeah. So we actually had some recent loot box news, which was good. That's uh, annoying. <laughs> what do you think about what do you think about loot boxes as a concept, regardless of whether they're paid for with real or fake money? Like Um I guess we'll I, go with Overwatch since that's the yeah, kind of so, the example that really blew them up big time. So I guess for me it depends on what's what's in them. Um if it's like a gotcha game or so, or like a like a um what was that game we used to play APB not that APB had loot boxes from what i can remember but well it had it had gotcha right okay so i mean if it's the kind of thing where you can be quote unquote good at the game by spending money and or like getting a really good rare in a loot box that I'm kind of iffy about it. Even if you're so not like APB. Yeah, right. Even yeah, if you're not I spending had, your I money. That. I had the, I had the, I opened the box and I had the OCA Nano. And that thing, people were always like, oh, it's so pay to win. And people would be like, it's not pay to win. You're not just, you're just not good. And you don't know what you're doing. Let me tell you, I got one of those. They're pay to win. Yeah. They were at the time. I think they nerfed it eventually, but like, it's a... I had one. They were not fair. It's an issue to put items that increase your skill level somehow, even though you're not skillful, um, and have everyone else who like can't pay or won't pay just kind of sit out on the sidelines and yeah. have to you know do it the hard way or whatever. Um, but if it's like skins and stuff like that, I have a little bit less of an issue. Um, I don't like the idea. I don't really like the idea of having to pay for skins. Um, I mean, like rather pay for loot boxes that might contain skins because then it becomes gambling to me. And that is, and, that is gambling. Yes. Right. And not the kind favorite. of, and not the kind of gambling that gets you anything tangible either. Like you're not getting revenue back from it. I think the whole part or point of most gambling anyway, is that, you get back something of value. And I guess it's 
varies from person to person, but I don't see much value in a skin. So if I want the skin, I'll buy it. If I don't want the, like, I don't, I don't know. It it seems strange to put it in a loot box and then uh, have people pay for the loot box and be like, okay, there's your, there's your gamble. Have fun with your skin. So I I guess what I'm saying is I don't like loot boxes much at all. (laughs) So I don't really care for them, but if they're completely free with no way to get like if they're if you use RNG as a unpaid alternative to buying skins, I actually don't mind that. Right. Yeah. Like you can now you can buy loot boxes in League of Legends, absolutely. The Hextech crates. But you can also get them for free and they serve as an alternative to buying skins because at least last time I played, League of Legends let you buy any skin you wanted you could just buy them and that's what i that's what i was used to for years if you want a cosmetic thing you buy it and that's the end of that and then games started put making loot boxes not only a the main option and a paid option but the go-to option for unlocking stuff right hmm yeah it's i just i don't and the thing is i play a lot of mobile games too and those are all those are all gotcha-based. They're basically loot boxes. But there's an interesting thing with mobile games where because they're like... They're so much more accepted and you know going in that they're going to be there. The game often gives you more than enough of them free. And mobile games, as far as I can tell, all disclose the percentage chance you have to get something. Right. Which, as far as I know, loot boxes still don't. I think they're legally required to do that because of some law in China. Uh, I don't. I don't know for sure. I'd have to go look that. I'm gonna go look that up actually. Uh, but oh, gotcha. <clears throat> um, yeah, I, I can't seem to find any of what I'm looking for with a quick Google search. So. Uh, your homework is to look that up on your own. Why do mobile games disclose their <laughs> drop rates? Anyway. Yeah, so... Well, like, in wait, mobile so... games, you know it's what you're getting into, and they disclose the rate of getting what you are trying to get. You can look and right. see what your percent chance of getting rarities are, uh, individual, like, cards or characters or whatever. Yeah. So what are you hmm. going to say? No, I was, I I had to remember what you meant or what was meant by uh, disclosing what's in them because to me that's a bizarre concept. And I do remember playing some mobile games where if you like uh, got a loot box or whatever, one of the gacha pawns, whatever they'd call them in whatever game, they would always say like your chance at a rare is... 10% 10% with this or, or something like that, or like five stars, four stars, three stars, stuff like that. Right. Is that, that's what you mean? Mm. Is that what is meant? Yeah. I don't th- play many mobile games. Th- in mobile <laughs> games, you can see what the percentage chance to get like the max rarity, the one below okay. that. The yeah, one, yeah. Right. And you can okay. also go in and with most of them, see the percent chance of getting each individual thing that can come out of it. Like the like, it's a full drop table, right? Okay, so I think that that would make 
that would make me feel better. Even if it was like a, like an RNG type thing where every loot box was different and you had no way of truly knowing what was inside of them. If Overwatch gave me five loot boxes and detailed the percentage of me getting a certain type of rare inside of it or a certain type of skin inside of it, that would make me feel better about loot boxes, even if I'm getting them free by playing the game. Yeah. I like that idea. And and I guess I would like it for more games as well, like even pay-to-win ones. If they gave me... If they gave me an idea of what I was opening and what was going to be inside, maybe because then maybe it kind of reduces the gambling aspect of it. Yeah, at well, least in, a little bit. In a lot of the mobile games that I play, there is the like quote unquote current gotcha, which has a boosted chance to drop, like your chance of getting a, for example, a four star if you're playing uh, Bondori, which is what I play a lot of. That's not going to change. But mm-hmm. the specific character that just came out is boosted. But in that game, you don't have the option of drawing from a like generic loot uh, gotcha that has equal chance for all of them. A lot of games do have that. They'll have like okay. the current event one, and then they'll have the the standard gotcha that just has everything in it. I see. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Loot boxes is a certain kind of evil. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I see that. And the thing is, like, I get it. They're lucrative. They make a lot of money for game development and stuff. But it's still kind of iffy. Yeah. Uh, especially when it comes to kids. I think the main drawback for me is children. Um, yeah. We, we talked about that last time, even. About yeah. The horror stories of... <laughs> my son spent five thousand dollars on <laughs> on Fortnite. Fortnite skins, yeah, yeah, or just Fortnite loot boxes or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I couldn't. I can't really handle that even now. Like as an adult, knowing what gotchas yeah. and loot boxes can do to one's wallet, I yeah, I I don't like it. Don't like I don't, it. Neither do I. Especially in a game that really appeals to kids like Fortnite. I think the weirdest. Right experience i've had with loot boxes though uh let's see here that's going to be a game called middle earth shadow of war oh, which is a completely single player game that was boxes. mostly focused around you know building up your army of orcs and all that stuff and for some reason it had loot boxes yeah i i that's still a bizarre game. <laughs> yeah, it was it was weird. Uh, I actually I do own that though. I have all the DLC. It's a really good game. I just don't know what. Xbox and they took them out. Box. By the way, they they removed them. They did. They yes. were like, "This is this is dumb. Why did we do this?" Uh... See, I guess the thing about loot boxes for me now too is that it's so pervasive now. It's in. It can be in any game and probably is in any game. Um, and I mean, Shadow of War is the best example of that, where loot boxes were so prominent that they were like, you know what, let's put it let's in a single-player yeah, game. Let's put it in the single-player game. that, and, it, and they directly rewarded you 
with progress. Like, yeah. like it wasn't cosmetic. It was direct. It was just buy this to make the game shorter. And there was a big criticism that the last part of the game was deliberately long and a huge difficulty spike to encourage you to buy the loot boxes. Right. Which, having got there, I I didn't quite get that impression. I felt like it was padded in length, but I didn't feel like it was so hard that you needed loot boxes to do it. It was just mm-hmm. faster if you bought them. Right. But still, that's, that, like I said, that's so pervasive, I think. Yeah. It's so, uh, feels weird to think about buying it. Like, imagine if Dark Souls had a loot box to make it easier. Like, that's what I'm thinking. Why, why would you even say that? <laughs> do you, do oh, you no. know what kind of, like, can you imagine oh, no, they heard me. how that would go down if FromSoft was like, yeah, we're actually going to do Dark Souls 4. It's going to be a persistent multiplayer experience with loot boxes. Oh, no. Can you just imagine the, the things that From would be soft. said? From soft, don't listen to this episode. Don't get any <laughs> don't ideas. Yet, no. No, do not. But yeah, can, can, no. can you, uh, can you imagine the gamer pain? <laughs> like, I can just see the, like, I can see the 500 tweet long <laughs> threads. I will speak this into the universe if Code Vein has loot boxes. <laughs> I, I I don't know what I'll do, but I, I feel like now it's going to happen. I, I feel like they would have announced that in advance to kind of prepare. Are you sure? No. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not sure. Oh, hey, Onibushi I... Warlord's got a Steam release. Oh, that's cool. That's, I guess it had one for a while, but that's a really good game. I'm just going to interrupt the whole episode to say go play uh, Samurai. Interrupt this broadcast. Yeah, go play Samurai Resident Evil. That's what, that's oh, what it is, is, by the is, way. Is that the first one? Yeah, it's the first one. Oh, yeah, I wanted that's, to play that real bad. That's a damn good game. You should, you should give it a try. Yeah, I wanted to play that real bad. It's only $12, um, it's only $12 right now. Well, I'm putting that on the list. Pokemon Tournament, Control, Onimusha, on the list. Um. Okay, well... Uh, tweet at me your loot box opinions. Not really. Um. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> um. Let's move on to Ninja. So Ninja has become the first gamer to sign a deal with the apparel company Adidas. And while that seems to be exciting in itself, there does not yet seem to be much news about what apparel will be coming out or when we will be able to buy it. All the same, we are expecting to see more and more endorsements from gamers, thanks to other apparel companies like Nike, making jerseys for uh, League of Legends pro gamers in uh, China. Yes, China. And Champion and K-Swiss signing apparel deals with the individual teams and players all over the globe. Mm, I've got... I've got something to say about this. What's that? (laughs) I actually... So I don't mind... The, the endorsement i don't mind uh what hold on my my bed just moved cat. like my quilt otis are you hi otis cat he's totally like i've never seen a cat just go completely in the covers like that hi otis sorry i got distracted he's adorable <laughs> you, you can just cut you can just cut all that out so mm-hmm. i don't have a problem with the collaboration with adidas or whatever like that's fine I don't mind seeing gaming figures get more legitimacy and things of that nature. However, I really don't like the tweet he put out. 
Really? Well, listen, listen, listen to this. No shortcuts, only long days. Never let anyone tell you that you can't catch your dreams. Choose your path, put the time in. That's like that, that like, I'm a YouTuber, like, who makes a passable salary attitude. I know that Ninja's got a bit more clout, and so he can get away with saying that, but I've always felt like those, oh, I work so hard, I really grind out here, I'm the one putting in the work. Like, you play video games on stream, man. Well, I know that that's, I know that that's quite demanding in its own way, but it's not exactly manual labor. Okay, you fair. have a lot of money, Ninja. <laughs> that's fair, but I I do think that like even doing this podcast is you know you gotta get up, you gotta turn on the thing, you gotta get your energy up, you gotta do the thing, you gotta put it out, you gotta promote yourself in most cases. So I mean, in one sense, I think Ninja and thereby streamers all around have put in the work to make themselves something that they didn't think that they would, you know, no one ever does these things thinking that they'll get more than like 10 people watching them. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but I will say that I, when people are doing these um, ads for them, I do feel that there should be more, I don't know. It should be more, <laughs> How can I put it? I, I feel like the, 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 like, I put in a whole lot of hard work narrative. We, we know that you're here. Like, you have 60,000 likes on this yeah. one tweet. We get it. I think what really should be kind of coming out is something to hype people up about it. I mean, it's really cool that you have a partnership with Adidas, but like, Give me something kind of hyper, not something kind of somber. You know what I mean? I, I think that it should have been more hype, a little bit more hype. And that's just my opinions on it. Or maybe funny. I don't know. Make it comical. Some, I don't know. There's this, there's just so much that I look for, I think, in streamers. Uh, and I, I think some of it is like a, a reason for me to feel hype a reason for me to, you know, feel some kind of connection. And I don't feel a connection to, you know, put the time in like, mm, thanks. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I also feel like when these like really big companies do some kind of crossover with like the gaming industry, it's always, we know you're a pro gamer, you know, you're a pro gamer, but this ad, we'd better not talk about games. Right. We yeah. don't want that on. That ain't marketable. Gaming's for nerds. Not you, right. but you know what we mean. You know, that's what it feels like. Right. It does feel like that. Because it, it, it doesn't, you know, when, when people do these things with Adidas or with Nike or whatever, it's always like, you know, someone playing basketball or something. Or yeah. I, I don't really see that in in ninja's little ad there it's always it's just about putting time and like yeah okay i get it <laughs> Where, where's the video games i'd like to see i i'd like to know what they're putting out like is it just going to be some shirts with his face on it I'd, it better not be no one wants to wear <laughs> someone else's face i mean a lot of people do people wear like anime face t-shirts all the time Maybe it's anime ninja on an Adidas shirt. I don't know. It's probably a Fortnite t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's probably, probably going to be Fortnite. 
Probably a Fortnite t-shirt. Or probably, like, his hair. Because he's known for having, like, cool colored hair or something. Yeah. I wait, I, the, but I don't think Adidas does hair, do they? Well, I mean, like, on, hair shirt. on your shirt. Yeah, like his hair on a shirt. <laughs> you got a pink and a blue on a shirt. <laughs> um, okay, so moving on from Ninja, um, you know, good luck to him. We're going to move over to Telltale Games. Um, so Telltale Games is apparently returning to business. Uh, holding company LCG Entertainment has brought the studio um excuse me, have brought the studio up. Hmm. This sentence reads weird. I'm reading it off I, of I, I PC see it. Gamer. So, have brought up the... St- oh, they brought the name up. That's okay. They brought up the studio name. Okay. There you go. Oh, I see. <laughs> you got this. In, a, in, a, in like a meeting. Yeah. In like a meeting. I get it. PC Gamer, come on. No, I'm kidding. This is well-written, I think. Um, The... So... It, it, it looks like they're coming up, back up from the the ashes, back from the grave, the walking dead. Get I don't it. like this article. <laughs> that, what do you mean? <laughs> I, because of what it says next. A new studio with new management operating under an old name. So none of those people get their jobs back. Oh, They're just, they're just you know, yeah, hey, right. Telltale Entertainment's back. We made The Walking Dead. You like that? Please buy our stuff. Right. Yeah. I, I do have a feeling it's not going to be the same. Um, you know, we might get the, those old classics back, those old games back, but yeah. we're not going to uh, well, get... The, walking, uh, the article says The Walking Dead was picked up by a company called Skybound. That I, who hired, that I do Who hired a part of the original crew to finish it. Right. But it I looks guess uh, like... for all you Minecraft story mode fans... <laughs> hey... There's a few of those out there. Hey, no no judgment. I'm just saying. I just don't think there's that many of them. There's a few. Um, well, I mean, there's going to be The Wolf Among Us, which I know a lot of people were looking forward to. Um, Bat- the Batman series, I guess, is going to be continued. So that's a good, that's a, that's a good thing. These are good things for the most part. Yeah. I, I do, um, I do, I, I didn't think about it that way when you said, the yeah, it's n- not name old studio or you know old studio. Granted, I'm sure by now most of those people found new work, so Hopefully. it's not like it's not like they were all sitting there waiting for someone to revive Telltale Games or anything. Right? Yeah, I I do hope that those people are okay. Um, so let's see. It does say that LCG slash Telltale plan to offer freelance roles to some former Telltale employees. Um, so that's cool says with the possibility of full-time work in the future i guess that's cool i guess that makes me feel a little better uh for those who probably haven't found um any any issues or rather any uh who haven't found any work hopefully hopefully um lcg entertainment seems to be run by Industry veterans Jamie Ottley and Brian Waddle, and here's something I didn't need to know about Jamie Ottley. 
Jamie Adderley was once the, or was the CEO of Galaxy Pest Control, and it says it is the studio behind licensed game using the Duck Dynasty and Power Rangers brand. So what? Power Rangers aside, yeah, Duck Dynasty. <laughs> this is very, it's very hodgepodgey. Hmm. So it's a, it's a lot of, a lot of different titles going on. It's okay, I'm pretty sure SNK Games was owned by like a chicken distributor for a while, so. That's true. You know what? That is quite true. <laughs> well, I guess true. there's a lot of money in chicken to be making King of Fighters. <laughs> that is very, very true. Let's see. So, is that a. Oh. Uh, we got anything else to go through? Let's see. I wanted to kind of talk about WoW Classic, but yeah, I, I was really just gonna, that's what it. I was just going to say. WoW Classic came out, and yes, we haven't so, mentioned that. So the thing is. World of Warcraft Classic, you know, congratulations, everyone who, like, had their vanilla server destroyed. You have a new place to go now. Um, that's really cool. The fact that it was, like, full within a couple hours makes me feel um, those, like, Final Fantasy XIV 2.0 pangs. Like, um, I, I get I get that it's a very See? popular game. That, see, I haven't played WoW. I know a lot of people liked yeah, WoW right, Classic right. or had the nostalgia for it, but I've never played WoW. I mean, I did very briefly a long, long time ago, but that, we're not going to count that. I didn't. I was like, what, 14? That doesn't count. That so, count. yeah, WoW, all that, long, all that uh, classic WoW. And it just, like, I'm glad that people are having fun, and mm-hmm. I hope that doesn't change, but... I'm th- like the only experience I can relate to here is what if they released a classic server for Final Fantasy 14. Now, if it were 1.0 that might be interesting, but that's but I'm talking like what if we went back to 2.0? No, thank you. Like yeah, well, no, no one wants that. No, no one wants that. Like it people was... might be like, yeah, let's level 1 to 50 and do binding coil 1 with no gear. That'll be fun again and like no. I'm sure it would be, but how quickly is that novelty going to wear off? Is my question. Like, yeah. like, you're going to be like, I miss quality of life. Yeah, 2.0 also wasn't f- like I don't know. I get the feeling that 2.0 wasn't as full of content as it could have been. No, there as was opposed not that much. Maybe what WoW Classic had. So I I don't think it's a I don't think it's a good idea. If we went back to 1.0, even still, like I don't think that was full of content. But no, but 1.0 was still that that like would be so different. 2.0 yeah. would just feel like we're playing the game we all play now, but stripped down. 1.0 is a totally different game entirely. Right. Yeah. Like that, I could actually see there being some merit to. They're not going to do it, and the reason that they won't do it is because while there's merit in seeing what the game used to be like and wandering around that world and being like, uh-huh, this is pretty cool. It doesn't last. <laughs> I no, played 1.0. I played 1.0. I don't recommend it. I recommend it for, like, the charm. Yeah, and, it's and worth it, it to see it, but, like, yeah. does it have long longevity like 14 does now? No. <laughs> no, probably not. No, I don't think so. Unless WoW Classic has level skip potions, I'm not into it. (laughs) (laughs) And see, and that's the thing. I think that's why maybe WoW Classic probably has more merit to it than, like, 14 Classic, because 
for 2.0 was really built off of a lot of the groundwork while laid like mm-hmm. that was part of the development story is yoshi p was like hey you guys need to go play wow so you can see what a fun game is like right <laughs> so it really feels like we'd be going like we're not going back to the same beginning point that wow is at all if we go back to no. 2.0 so maybe that's that's very that's true why. yeah that's very true um so it, it, I guess it's interesting how much of a um, like a cultural pivot point this is. Yeah, because we've come so far from WoW Classic. I mean, when did WoW come out? Like, oh geez, I don't know if I want to look there? this up. World of Warcraft released in two thousand four. Okay, so it's been fifteen years. A lot of the 15-year-olds who played it then are now 30. Uh, right? A lot of the probably 10-year-olds who somehow got to play it are now 25. Yeah. Like, it, it's that kind of cultural pivot point where it feels nostalgic now to go back and play something 15 years old. Whereas 2.0 came out in 2013, I think. It only has like half, even less of the of uh, WoW's kind of longevity, so it's it's an it's just an interesting kind of culture shift where we're taking a step back and going back to the games that we from our childhoods, from our teenage years, and stuff like that, and kind of revisiting them both like at their bare minimum, a la WoW Classic, and then like in a more futuristic sense, we're scaling them up kind of like Link's Awakening. Like yeah. we, we we're really going back. We're really taking some full steps back and also taking some <laughs> giant leaps forward at the same time. So I don't think you were there when I was talking. Uh, no, cause I was with my static. We were talking about it because our machinist was like an hour late to raid. Cause he was dungeoning on wow. Classic and forgot about oh time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, Ling, if you're listening, a, you're in trouble. No, you're not. Yeah, what a mood. No, we we cleared what E1S really that. quick and got to do a full hour or two of work on E2. Uh, anyhow, sorry, I got my train of thought distracted because there's something about. Uh, I don't know, I'll tell you after the podcast. Uh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> so, like, I was thinking, like, man, think of all the MMOs that could really go back to their roots and how cool it would be for some of them. Like, RuneScape. That'd be cool, going uh, back and seeing classic RuneScape after 20 years. No. Or Ragnarok Online already... I mean, RuneScape already did this. Uh, Ragnarok Online already did this, I think. They, they launched their Aura Classic. And I was thinking through mm-hmm. all the MMOs I've played, and then I thought of an MMO where I'm pretty sure 100% of the player base would be against ever going back. And Which that's Mabinogi. That? Oh, can you yeah. Can you imagine telling any Mabinogi player, hey, they're going to launch a server with its pre-G1. <laughs> no one wants to do no. that. No, no one wants to wait in the general shop for the black robe. Yeah, so that's, that yeah cool. let's go wait in the general shop for a black robe, and uh, if you're a mage, don't ever unequip your wand, because there goes all your mana. Yeah, <laughs> there, there was some really... Like, for what it's worth, Mabinogi was truly ahead of its time. Yeah. But 
at the same time, it was like, guess what we're going to do? We're going to fuck you over on everything. Congratulations, yeah. you suck. <laughs> or going back to uh, not having... There's so many quality of life things that are changed. Yeah. Over the years. Like only having lutes to play. Oh yeah. Or um only. not having bard skills beyond playing your instrument. Not having like any of the job like the yeah. classes that came, so not being able to be a battle chef or whatever it is. So what kind of nonsense is that, by the way? <laughs> So, uh, I just got informed that Remy got called into work, and he wants to go out and get some food. Okay, we can wrap so, it up. So, yeah, would you mind? Because they're going to Noodles and Company. I'm not going to say no to that. <laughs> noodles. All right. So, let's move along toward the end of the show. Uh, Moose, let's give our listeners a recommendation. What game should they be playing or on the lookout for? Uh, let's see. So, Remnant's cool. Give that a try. I mentioned Battletech last time, which I still think is really mm-hmm. good. I'm going to revisit an old recommendation, because uh, I've been replaying it lately, and I still think it's really good. And that's Ace Combat 7. I picked that up after, like, six Ooh. months of putting it down, and I got right back into it, and I'm like, nope, this is still, like, a Game of the Year contender for me. Uh, even mm. if the even if the story is a little all over the place with how it's presented and what happens... The the feeling of each individual like level that you play, the the music and the way the game feels and looks and the things that happen are very, very, very fun. And, and it still holds up. I went back in and I got to like mission three where things start to go wrong for the protagonists and stuff. And I was like, nope, this still feels like this is still an engaging change of pace. I still like this. And I don't do that with a lot of single player games. I put them down and I go back to them and I'm just like, well, I kind of already played this. Uh, Now, here's here's something to be on the lookout for. This was shown at E3 and it was that really weird game where people were like recorded. It was live action and it was called Telling Lies and you were supposed to go through all the stuff about them and figure out what was going on. It was like the first fmv based game in years now i'm not about to drop 20 dollars on that so how about you the listener do and tell me how it is honestly (laughs) yeah and then if it's good i'll pick it up but i'm not about to drop 20 dollars on a sega cd game in 2019 sorry telling lies no papa no it, it looks it looks a lot better produced than than those cdi things i actually think i might pick this up regardless it looks looks pretty good actually all I can think of is that goddamn thing that came out. I'm pretty sure this year, because this year's been super long, that Johnny, Johnny, yes, Papa. <laughs> no, Johnny, why Johnny, would you yes, bring Papa. that up? Telling lies, open your mouth. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that thing's creepy. Um, hey, everybody, come play Pokemon Tournament with me. I'm going to pick it up this, actually, Today I'm gonna pick it up. Today I'm gonna play a whole you lot. Yeah, pick gonna... up uh, Remnant too. That, that's Maybe only like if I that's, oh no, that's forty dollars. That wasn't what we were. What was the thing I told you that was? Ch- oh, it was only Musha. Play that and stream it. Yes. Oh, good idea. Maybe I'll... I would love to watch you play Oni Musha. That game is excellent. I have it on the, on I have it on the with... Switch. It's on par with Resident Evil, so yeah. yeah so it's, it's Capcom. It's on Capcom brand. and everything. On brand. And the new on the new versions brand. have like a. Uh, 
like if you remember how like Resident Evil Remake got the new controls that weren't janky as hell. Uh, yeah. So you could, you know, run around and... But, you know, you point the stick in a direction, that's the direction you go, because Resident Evil used to not be like that. Uh, yeah. The Onimusha re- re-release has the same thing. It has the same, like, because oh. the original Onimusha was a sword-fighting based game where you had tank controls yeah it was a fixed camera yeah thing. or i don't know if it was tank control it's still fixed camera but i'm pretty sure it was like tank controls or something really weird right yeah no we don't need that but that sounds cool i may i may may just do that um but who to finally finish off the episode moose tell us where we can find you on the internet you can find me on twitter at supreme moose and for the time being, nowhere else. For the time being. One day, that Twitch channel. I say this every episode. <laughs> All right. As always, you can find me at Gaming on Twitter. You can find us both at WK Cooldown on Twitter. Be sure to visit the Weekly Cooldown Facebook page. Visit WK Cooldown and check all that and more. For, or mm, check out all that for more news from Moose and I. Okay. Yes. So I think we're all done. We are all done. I want some damn noodles. Yes. So (laughs) uh, that's all for the weekly cooldown. I'm Kami Jace. And I am Moose. And we will see you next week or whenever. Thank you. (laughs) Goodbye.